0: welcome to another episode of living and Life. my name is mike i'm your host and this week i want to talk to you about i'm almost 60. not really I ju- it just dawned on me the other day i was i was out running and i was on our mount of trash and i was just kind of you know kicking out some miles and going up and down our hill those are air quotes in case you can't tell. But I'm, you know, just doing doing my run, just kind of getting after it and everything. And all of a sudden, it's kind of dawned on me that, you know, I'm at the tail end of 58, getting ready to 59. 60 is like right around the corner, which is weird because I was just like, how did I get to be almost 60? You know, I, I'm just barely graduating from high school. And now all of a sudden, I'm almost 60. So I got to thinking about, you know, what are some of the things that I have to be mindful of as I am a runner getting into my 60s and continuing to run a lot of miles a year? Like I'll finish up with over 2,800 miles this year and I enjoy running a lot. And running for me is that thing that resets my mind. So instead of thinking about all the things that I've got to do throughout the day, all the stuff that's just out there. Running is that place where I just reset my mind and I get at peace and I can go and be who I was made to be throughout the day. So I got to thinking, you know, as I'm approaching 60 and with 12 years of running and a lot of miles on my legs, I need to think about some new approaches to how I tackle this whole running thing. That got me thinking about, you know, you looking at some of the older runners that I know. And you know, I've been so blessed to be able to just be mentored by some amazing runners. Paul and Mary McDowell in Sheridan, Wyoming, took me under their wings when I was first starting trail running, and they tolerated my very, very slow self that was constantly stumbling on every rock and every route and every turn in a trail that you could possibly be. And Paul and Mary They just kept encouraging me and they kept on showing me ways to run and, you know, showing me ways to to be more efficient with my running. Paul McDowell was probably one of the first that taught me how to be efficient with my running. In other words, don't try to crush the uphills. Take your time on the uphills, crush the downhills. And, you know, he taught me how to to run downhills um, and was just an incredible mentor. Well, when I met Paul and Mary, they were in their 60s and they were they were just strong runners and i just admired them so much and so as i got to thinking about you know as i'm coming into my 60s i thought i i can't tell fast runners how to run fast cuz i've never had that speed button but one of the things i've been blessed with is not having a ton of running injuries when i was early on in my in my running i did have a ton of injuries i was constantly you know, twisting ankles and had bad knees and just, you know, feet problems because I didn't know how to lace my shoes and things like that. One of the people who taught me that this was so funny, Jim Zier is um uh, is another runner in the Sheridan area who's just legendary. He's just an amazing runner and I was having all these, all these shoe problems and like my feet were swelling up and I was getting, you know, swollen places in my feet that you don't normally get them like on top of your feet. And Jim just said, you know, you do realize you don't have to wear your shoes as they're laced from the factory. You can change the way the laces are in your shoes to relieve the pressure at places that it's swelling up like that. Changed the way that I ran. I I learned how to lace my shoes for the different seasons of the year like during the summer my feet swell more so I tie my shoelaces a lot different during the winter when it's colder out and I want to get more grip on the surface I lace my shoes differently and it helps I've been able to learn from some of the really neat runners going down to Cape Fear 24-hour run the run that Lisa McFadden puts on I've done it two years in a row now and every time I get around older runners that i have learned a lot from uh marty fox who were uh, trying to get on the show with his son Derek during the 24 hour i was having some stupid problems with my feet and he's the one that said okay get your shoe off put your foot up for a little while and just walk slowly and that's you know when i found my ufos and put my ufos on for two laps and then found an older pair of shoes that had more miles on them, changed into the shoes, and it relieved the foot pain, and I finished quite well. Not in the miles that I wanted out of Cape Fear this year, but, you know, very respectful miles. So, you know, he's in his 70s, and he's running strong, and I'm looking forward to doing more runs with Marty Fox in the future with the Virginia Happy Trails Running Club up in Northern Virginia. But, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that got me reflecting is, Okay, so how do I transition from being a newbie runner and to that runner now that is aging, that is closer to 60? And how do I continue to keep on running strong and be able to do the things that I want to do with my running So that I continue to reset my mind, continue to be at peace with who I am and everything into my 60s. So I got to thinking, okay, I need to change some of the techniques that I have in running. You know, like one of my bad habits is I don't do enough stretching. So that's always been one of my bad habits in every sport I've played is not doing enough stretching. And so one of the things that I've thought about as I continue to age is that I need to make stretching a more important part of my running and my everyday life. So I'm studying stretching and I'm studying, you know, all kinds of different ways to stretch and and knowing that at 60, you stretch your muscles differently than they do when you were in your 30s. Now, not that I ever ran when I was in my 30s. I didn't start until I was 40 six. So yeah, not 12 years of running. I had to do the math there. 58 now started. running. So yeah, 12 years running. I started running when I was 46 years old and um, I'm not going to look back anytime soon because I really enjoy running, but I have to do more stretching in order to continue to run injury free. Another thing, another technique that I need to do in my running is run on softer surfaces. So, you know, a lot of people wonder why I do so many runs at Mount Trashmore. It's grass and it's soft, so I love running the Jordan Bridge here in the Hampton Roads area. But it's cement and it's really hard, and I need to be mindful of how much of the hard impact I put on my legs as I run. Um, that's why you know I'm, as most of you know, I'm getting ready to run Swami Shuffle 200 Miler, and about 180 miles of this race is on cement so out of 180 miles on cement i'm gonna have plenty of impact that's hard impact on my legs and everything so these last two three months of training that i'm doing coming into this race one of the things you're going to see me doing is a lot less runs on pavement that's one of the things that you have to be mindful of is as you age is how much impact are you putting on your joints as you run and so that kind of leads me into the third thing is I am becoming very mindful of my gait and my stride length as I run. So one of the things that I've studied is stride length. So for me, the ideal stride length is anywhere from 2.76 to 3 feet. Anytime that I stride more than 3 feet, what's happening is I'm overstriding and I'm hitting more on the heels of my feet. When I hit on the heels of my feet... I find that that impacts me in my knees more. And since I didn't have great knees before I started running, I have to stay off of impacting my knees. And so I know that I can build the muscle in my calves and my Achilles. And so as an aging runner, one of the things I'm very, very mindful of is how is my gait? And so I'm constantly making shifts in my gait and in my stride length to keep it way under my core. Which, of course, leads me to the fourth thing. How do you talk about a brand of clothing that not only are the running clothes some of the best that I've ever used, they have men's and women's, but they're also one of the best companies that I've ever come across. And every sale from 3nailsclothing.com actually goes towards fighting sex trafficking. There's a link in the show notes. You can click on that, check out, and get 15% off, and you are going to love these clothes. The fourth technique that I am really, really concentrating on right now, and that's strength training. I never really took strength training seriously until about three years ago, right before the pandemic started in 2019. I started looking at strength training. Strength training is something that I do a lot of now, and a lot of it is body weight strength training. And I'm really concentrating on core, shoulders, thighs, and glutes. So i am if you think about it, it's basically the center of my body is where I'm concentrating a lot of my strength training. I have a standing desk. And so throughout the day, I'm constantly doing toe raises. The reason I do that is because the toe raises help to build the strength in my calves and my Achilles. And that's one of the things that's going to keep me running strong without injury. Well into my hundreds is kind of my goal. And so I'm really concentrating a lot on more strength training. The one technique that I'm not concentrating on is reducing my mileage. I will probably always do 40 to 50 miles a week. It's just natural for me now. I just love doing it. I will always probably fit in a 15 to 20 mile day um, on the weekends, and, but one of the things I'm changing, and one of the techniques that I'm incorporating is I don't need to go out and run a 30 mile run all at one time. So I'll break it into into sections. I'll do a 10 mile run in the morning. I'll do a 10 mile run sometime in the early afternoon. I'll do a 10 mile run in the evening. I'm still getting my 30 miles in. I'm just not doing it all at once. And so it's just changing some of the techniques that I'm doing as I look at how I'm getting older and everything. And so You know, it's one of the things that's happening to all of us is we're all aging. And, you know, we all want to run happy well into the future. And so what I want to do is I want to encourage you to look at how you're running, the techniques that you're putting into it. And you know what? Feel free to change them up. Study this whole sport that we do. This running thing is it's so easy to do and everything. And we do it very well. But one of the things that we should do is we should study it a little bit and and employ different techniques that will keep us running injury-free. Because running injury-free, for me, that's the goal. The goal is is always run injury-free so that I can continue to run well into my hundreds. I don't know if that made a whole lot of sense to you guys, but that's how Mike is dealing with getting older, is I'm just changing up some of my techniques as I age so that I can continue to run injury-free. That'll do it for this week's episode of Living an Alter Life. Hope you guys are having a wonderful fall. And Yikma says hi.